Welcome to A Court of Swish and Flick, A Court of Thorns and Roses podcast. To the people who look at the stars and wish, we welcome you to the 15th episode of A Court of Swish and Flick. This episode is sponsored by Britta Barron. Thank, Thank you, you. Britta. Thanks. Thank you. Make great I'm water. I'm Tiffany. <laughs> oh my <Hi>. god. <laughs> I love it. That's a cool name. I'm still Tiffany. <laughs> I'm Megan. <laughs> I'm Katie. You? And I'm Sarah. Oh, and today we're going to be discussing chapter 14 of A Court of Thorns and Roses. You almost said Swish and Flake, didn't you? I don't know. <laughs> it's all you the paused. same. <laughs> make, sh- <Yeah. laughs> make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends. Because if you like us, then maybe they will too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Court of Swish and Flick and Twitter at ACOSAF. If you would like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash A Court of Swish and Flick. Supporting our podcast keeps us going, and it gives you access to our exclusive Facebook group and Discord channel, as well as live recordings once a month. Our episodes also come out early for patrons, posted to Patreon the weekend before. Thank you all so much for your support. If you have any questions, concerns, or anything you'd like to send to us to our email, it is a court of swish and flick at gmail.com. Gmail, Gmail. Um, as we might remember, the last episode, sorry, it sounded like shit. But <laughs> uh, um, uh, Lucian and Feyre are chit chatting in the room, his room. Mm, scandalous. Uh, and he, he, wow, words are hard for me right now. <laughs> It ends with him saying to her, I think I'm starting to like you for a murdering human. Just you wait. She's going to murder some more. Just Faye. you wait. Just you wait. I think she murders two. At least one of them. I don't. Well, a stab to the neck certainly is not something someone's going to survive like that. <laughs> Are you talking about the, the I just wanna, Going for the jugular. I, yeah. I just want to not forget when we go back in time and maybe we'll be nostalgic and listen to this podcast. Will we? The shit we trudged through to get to this recording moment. <laughs> Tiffany and I were in the basement before we were supposed to start recording. And it's taken before. us an hour yeah. to get our shit right, yeah. to sound all right. So we aren't really going to acknowledge it um, because I don't want it to go wrong. Way. <laughs> don't look at me. Don't look at it during. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we start this chapter in Feyre's thoughts, and she's thinking, quote, Western woods, grove of young birch trees, slaughtered chicken, double loop snare, close to running water. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, these are the directions that Lucian gave her about capturing a cereal or the Surreal University. And she repeated them to herself over and over as she walks out of the manor, through the gardens, across the grassy hills. Over the river and through the woods. I was going to say into that. The woods, into the woods. I want a whole different direction. Okay. Um, no one stops her. No one's around. Who would stop her, though? I don't know. People. Timmy Tam? Lynn? Well, actually, there's no people there, so. Okay. Thank you. Whatever. Anywho, she is equipped with a bow and a quiver with some arrows, as well as Lucian's knife. Was she all a quiver? And an extra blade in her boot. You guys are unreal. Love ya. <laughs> Tiffany's like, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> I, I, we're stopping for no one. It's already past my bedtime. Truly, <laughs> though. Body is we, we were supposed to be done already with the first with episode. the first True. one. Okay. So, <laughs> much to the surprise of the kitchen staff, Favor was actually able to get herself a freshly dead chicken. Makes me think of Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't with know the why. roosters. Yeah. 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 Good old Jenny. Yeah, what is it with chickens? Oh, Jenny. Any hoosies. So, the lands were empty, but Favor kept glimpsing something that was shining like in the corner of her eye, but every time she went to look, it transformed either into like sunlight or winds fluttering on leaves. What is that? 
What is that? Mm. I just assumed maybe it was like um, people like working in not people, but like fame. Oh yeah, it could be like or like people the glimmer, be the magic. Yeah, mm. that they're like hidden. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Someone um, had said like in the a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about when she was like out and she saw something in the corner of her eye. Mm. Um, they're like, what if it was Alice's like nephews playing? So again, um, I was like, oh, I'm like, that's okay. a really good thought. Good point because I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Um, so as she passed a pond, she swore she saw four shining female heads poking out from the water, and that kind of makes her a little bit uneasy, so she she hurries on. So it's got to be the glamour. I should have connected that after that next line. Anywho. <laughs> I am so ingrained in, uh, what am I reading? Throne of Glass. Throne of Glass series right now. I need to finish it so I can come back. <laughs> but anywho, only birds and small animals were making any kinds of sounds. And she had never been in these woods when she went on her hunts with Lucian. So there's no paths and there's nothing tame about it. They can't it's be wild. tamed, Tiffany. <laughs> oh my gosh. The trees located here were oaks, elms, beech, and birch trees. Say that 10 times fast. <clears throat> oaks, elms, beech, birch. And they intertwined to make a dense canopy above. And the moss covered the earth, muffled any sound that her feet were making. And I thought to myself, let's talk about trees. (laughs) 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 But I wanted to know, because these are very specifically, like, named trees. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Uh, Other other Sarah. So, oh, are you going to redirect me there, little internets? Okay, let's talk about elms, baby. So this is from treesforlife.org. I'm just going to read little blips from these because I don't want to dwell too much on trees. <laughs> but in Greek mythology, um, the hero Orpheus rescued his beloved wife. Oh, gosh. Eurydice? Eurydice? From the underworld by enchanting everyone there with his heart music. I think and it's then, Eurydice. Sure. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. And then pause to play her a love song at which spot the first elm grove was said to have sprung. So in Celtic mythology, two elm trees are associated with the underworld. That's one tree. Let's talk about oaks, baby. This is from yurnabios.com. The oak tree is one of the most loved trees in the world. Okay. With good reason, it's symbol of strength, moral resistance, and knowledge. Throughout history, the oak has been represented in different mythologies and sometimes linked to the powerful gods. In Greek mythology, it's a symbol of Zeus, the god of thunder. And oak is considered a cosmic storehouse of wisdom embodying in its towering strength. That's oak. Let's talk about beach. There's a club in Vegas called One Oak. I've never been inside of it. Do you have a girlfriend as well? (laughs) (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Traditionally, the beech tree is called the queen mother of the woods, sharing a place of honor with the kingly oak. They're married. As such, the beech is considered to be protective and nurturing, giving shade with its canopy and food that can be eaten in its raw state. And the last tree is birch. Sorry, it's taking a little bit to redirect. This is also for treesoflife.org. Um, when the huge glaciers of the last ice age receded, birch trees would have been one of the first rec- to recolonize the rocky, ice-scoured landscape. Hence, ecologists refer to the birch as the pioneer species. In Celtic mythology, birch is also a tree of beginnings and came to symbolize renewal and purification. You're welcome for your tree knowledge today. Now you all can say, I know some things about trees. Thank you. But not like scientific things. (laughs) 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 So clearly, according to her, this is an ancient old forest and alive in a way that Farah was unable to describe, but could only feel it in her bones, right? Did she feel, feel it in her fingers, it in too? It fingers. made me laugh out loud. I feel Go it ahead. in my toes. 
The ancient forest. Uh, is I do all have a question. Oh. <laughs> and she's still going. <laughs> but do you think that has anything? Because I, I pretty sure in this, the end of the chapter, I like picked up a section, and I could be lying. Maybe I just remembered this part and like underlined it in the book. Mm. Um, yeah, sorry, people, I write in my books. <laughs> but I was thinking, I'm like, I wonder if this is like if it meant anything, you know what I mean? Cause we really don't know like their backstory. Um, like the sisters Archeron, you know, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? No. no. What, what do you, you mean? <laughs> the trees? <laughs> no, like <laughs> her feeling the wood. Oh. Like oh. the way it's written. It's like, I, I just was like, I wonder, I wonder um, yeah, like, is there some, like, we've speculated on, like, some ancient history with the Archeron clan. Oh. So, like, is yeah. this a call to that without us knowing it yet? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's basically, like, what I was saying. Uh, Sarah, I hear you. I understand you. But also tree knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I was like, wait, what? Each tree's a sister? What? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> But then there's fourth. Is yeah, there a long tree. lost? Let's sister? have that conversation. What tree is each sister? <laughs> no. <laughs> which None which one's this. the beach? <laughs> Probably so, okay, so I like I like what Jess uh, just said. She said, because this is a super common phrase in all of SJM's book, like calls to like. So like is that feeling in Feyre a feeling of like like calls to like? You know what I mean? She feels like a tree. <laughs> she needs to leave. She's got to put her roots down. She needs to leave the spring court. <laughs> she does need to leave We're the spring court. We're not okay over here. We're not okay. She does say, and I don't remember if it's this chapter or the next chapter, talking about the spring court like in her head, mm-hmm. um, and how she's like, if I was immortal, she goes, I wouldn't want to be like somewhere so much, mon- not mundane, but like every, I think every day is the same. Chapter. Yeah. But anyway, I just had thought like, oh, yeah, that's cool. How does she how does she feel like the land? Or is it just a call to her being a good huntress because she's very good at what she does? True. Um regardless if she likes doing it or not. She's mm. good at it. Unfortunately. True. So, it was possible that Pharaoh was the first human in 500 years to be walking in the woods and I thought that that was kind of specific, but anywho, Uh, As she walked, she knew that she needed to move quickly. Night was a dangerous time, even if the... What did we decide to call this? Bog or boggy? Whatever was in their heart's desire. Even if the bog stalked them in daylight, um, the sun would be setting in a few hours, and she needed to ski-daddle. Good for her. The bog was dead, and whatever Tamlin had been hunting now was something that dwelled in other lands. Jokes on you. Quote, the spring court, I wondered in what ways Tamlin had to answer to his high lord, or if it, or if it was his high lord who carved out Lucian's eye. Maybe it was the high lord's consort. The she, she wants to be whom Lucian had mentioned that instilled such fear in them. I pushed away the thought and I just said, LOL, because, you know, you're about to find out some stuff. Do you think that whilst under... I just said under very strangely. My tongue did not listen to me. Do you think under the mountain, like, do you think her and Tamlin hooked up? Her being Amarantha, not Feyre. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He seems the skis ball type, but I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. She, we also know that she forces herself on people. He just so sat there. I don't know. Yeah. I could see her forcing herself on him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've never thought about no. it, but I want to say no. Yeah, but I don't know. They were under there for three months. It's a long time. It's a long time. So there is a glen of young birch trees that Favor came upon near a stream. It wasn't deep, but it was wide, deep, and wide. Isn't that a church song? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Please look it up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fountain flowing to <laughs> <laughs> oh. the back of my brain. 
Oh, anyways, try to forget that. It wasn't deep, but it was wide, and she would have to take a running leap to get across it. <laughs> Lucian had told her that she needed to find running water. Here we go. And this area would make sure that she would be able to make an escape if she needed one. She just hoped that she wouldn't. So, uh, Feyre traced and retraced several different routes to the stream, mostly to know all of the possibilities of, like, a route for escape. And she also just wanted to be aware of literally every rock. (laughs) Wait, what did I write? Okay, hold on. (laughs) Root, rock, and hollow in the surrounding area. Um... But she went back to this small clearing encircled by white trees and laid her snare. Was she going to get lost in the woods just like... uh... Lost in the woods. Oh, yeah. I hope not. (laughs) We just watched that the other day. That's such a good song. You're gone. (laughs) Such a good movie. Um, So she climbed an oak tree that had vibrant leaves to hide her from below and she waited for a long time and she was getting hot up in the canopy of the tree she had to take her cloak off she rolled up her sleeves she ate some cheese she decided not to eat an apple because that would be too noisy um <laughs> these are literally but it is like you're crunching yeah. i get it you have to take like teeny nipples that she's like she ate some cheese <laughs> Well, I thought it was a funny pizza. thing to like <laughs> Roast beef, a funny chicken. thing to like point out in the book too. I don't know why, but I was just like, I don't care what she ate. But I like cheese. I like cheese. Well, I mean, I like cheese. Otters. That's all I'm gonna say. I like otters what? that deliver letters. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it have to do with cheese? Because it's know. random. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Do you want to eat otters, Katie? Is that why you brought it up? What? I would eat with My otters. Catherine would never eat an otter. <laughs> I would lunch with an otter. <laughs> if you gave an otter a cookie, <laughs> they would ask you for some to- fish instead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know where otter came from because they were talking about like things we eat, which I- is why I asked if you'd eat an otter. Like I just. No. Katie, Katie's just Katie. Yep. Accurate. <laughs> um, so Farah then begins to wonder if this is what Sarah was talking about before, if like Tamlin or Lucian ever tire at the lack of change in season. So but she is like thinking to herself, like when living with her family, she would have enjoyed a constant spring, mostly because winter was when she like they all nearly starved. Um, you know what they say, winter, spring, summer or fall. <laughs> Is there more to that? Yeah, I can't think of this. <laughs> I was like, words. okay. <laughs> Winter, spring, right. summer, or fall. All you have to do is call. What? And I'll oh, be there. Oh, okay. I, okay. She's. I, y'all, I'm sorry. Fine. It has been a day and a half. I feel that. <laughs> and it's only been an hour. <laughs> All right, you can go. <laughs> Thank you. Say whatever you want to <laughs> say. Um, Farah does also think, though, like if she were immortal like them, she would want some variation. Okay, so she wonders, did they ever go to other areas to experience other seasons? Because she thinks that she would. So then she feels this ripple of silence after a while. Um, so silent. This is how it is described in the book. She felt the wood thrushes, which is a type of bird. I didn't know what that was, so I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and squirrels and moths hold their breath while something passed. Moths? Yeah, that's what it said. Isn't that random? Yeah. <laughs> moths are holding their breath. <laughs> I'm just picturing them like... <gasps> <laughs> what does a moth sound like when it's holding its breath? Do they still fly around? Or are they like... Right. Framed, you know? It's a tiny little breath. <laughs> uh, sorry. I thought that... Oh, wait. Her bow also had already been strung and ready, but she knocked an arrow loosely. And I found this really interesting. So it says in the book, the trees seem to lean in. Their entwined branches locking tighter. A living cage keeping even the smallest of birds from soaring out of the canopy. 
It's almost as if the cereal is like enclosing prey in. Do you think that it's like magic literally does that? Or do you think that it's just a description of Farah's anxiety about something unknown coming closer and feeling trapped? Ooh. I could see that. I was also thinking that a lot of um, how like the surreal is described and how we're like supposed to be terrified of it. And there's like two ways to go with that. Cause you see how Feyre treats the surreal, which is unlike a lot of the other Faye around her, Mm -hmm. but also um, this makes me think of um, Encanto and how you don't talk about Bruno, right? And how like he's casted as this villain Mm -hmm. when really he's just trying to like be a helpful person. Mm -hmm. And it's like his gift is being able to like see the future. And he's like telling people what's going to happen. So it's almost like the truth where like, that's what the surreal is doing. Mm-hmm. So is it just like almost like uh, a metaphor for sometimes people don't like the truth and it hurts or like they just think it's this awful thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why the surreal is painted that way. Kind of a thing. I love the comparison of Bruno sense. because yeah, it's like people have this idea of who and what the surreal is just like Bruno, mm-hmm. but like realistically, if you were to just, you know, yeah. treat that person the way that they should be and embrace them for goodness. who and what they are, then. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, the surreal is pretty kick ass. Yeah. Like they blame. And I don't I don't know if we really see it like this yet with the surreal, because you really only see it from Favor's point of view of how she treats him and how she just will like have a full on, like just a conversation with him. So we don't really get to see anyone interact. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think, and I don't know, do we see like Anthony, how she treats the surreal? We also know she's a piece of shit anyways, (laughs) but like, I don't remember if we actually see an interaction with her and the surreal, but her face with, at least with Bruno, like in the whole song, like you see people are blaming him for things that have happened to Mm -hmm, them when like, it's not his fault. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, you know. that's, yeah, literally the same thing. They Emily in the chat said they both deal with truth slash the future. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and, and people don't it, like, like it. the thing is like, I don't, I don't know if like the truth is like good or bad. It just is where like everything else around it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I have thoughts about the cereal, and it's like, it just is like annoying for like Feyre to be painted the way she gets painted with like, yes, true. She did kill a Fae, but again, and I get it. Lucian is having, he's in his feels because his friend is dead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he's been in his feels for a long time. And every single person, Faye, anything in this series Y'all had a fucked up life and you need to go to therapy. I know there's not really therapy in this book, but like at least they talk about mental health in these books. But like, where's his beef with Tamlin? Because that guy was a pawn in a game to break this curse. Like, why aren't you all up in your feels with him about it? But here's the thing though. Like he's so stunted that like... (laughs) I don't know if he knows how to like express his feelings. You know what I mean? And maybe he gets with Elaine. I don't know. I don't really care, but I want to see his story in a book where (laughs) (laughs) I would like to see like his own personal growth because we know that he grew up in a very toxic and abusive household because his father's a piece of shit. So like he probably never gained like the coping skills. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Um, and then Tamlin also, we know, grew up with a shitty father as well. You know what I mean? So, like, all of these people, again, they're not people, but, like, all of these Faye... Have daddy issues. Have a lot of traumatic background that they are now trying to, like, live life with. And so I think that, like, yes, while Feyre did kill the, that Faye, Andrus, and, like, yes, she's been taught to hate Faye, we really never see her be, like, mean to them. Yeah. Like, you know, she, the only time she ever really kills is when she has to, cause it's like her life or death. Right. And then you see like under the mountain, that's like a whole totally different manipulated situation where like she was forced to kill, um, 
those. And we see her regret it like deeply. And that's part of why she's super depressed. Um, in the start of, uh, Mist and Fury, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just one of those things. It's like so sad to see, like people are so mean to the surreal and she's just like, and you see it again, like you see with the surreal, you see with the water wraiths, you see it, how she just treats everybody like with kindness and respect when they truly deserve it. And if she doesn't know, she's going to treat them that way. And then she's like, mm. but like, you're not going to play me as a fool. Cause I ain't no dummy. You know what I mean? Like I might've been turned just yesterday, but like I wasn't born yesterday. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> just saying on that note. Um, so anyway, yeah, I just didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know your guys' thoughts on like the, on the trees? Yeah, on like the actual like caging of the trees. I like I like it being I mean it's all about the cereal. I like it being a description of anxiety. I like I think that that's a cool thing. I just yeah. like I just made that up. I thought that it was neat cuz it like sometimes anxiety does feel like this cage like closing you into a situation that you don't want to be in. Um, yeah. but also like, I just assumed he did that. I shouldn't say he, I don't, they, he's genderless. I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. But also I think the surreal did that. Like okay. that's part of his magic. Oh, or maybe she imagined it. Like you said to anxiety. She's yeah. totally anxious over there. For- well, yeah, she, she wants an escape route and yeah. she's looking above and it's not there. Yeah. Um, where, okay. She begins to she think that this me. whole thing was a very bad idea and she wonders if, there's two answers or two answers to this possible situation is that she wonders if Lucian overestimated her abilities or if Lucian had been waiting for a moment to lead her to her doom. Um, I kind of feel I don't think either one of those are real, to be honest with you. I know he hesitates, but I wonder if he just wanted to see like what she because like what she's she capable didn't, of when they hunted. They didn't ever really hunt. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if he was just like, I wonder Cause like, has he ever tried to catch the cereal? He well, like, we know that. that Reese, he failed. You're a big failure, Reese. Yeah, <laughs> Suck on that. <laughs> um, so Farrah keeps her balance on the branches, and then she heard it. It's described as a whisper, as if cloth were dragging over root and stone. A hungry, wheezing, sniffing from the nearby clearing. Um, so then she describes to us how she laid her snares. She made the chicken look as if it had wandered too far and snapped its own neck as it sought to free itself from a fallen branch. She tried to keep her best to keep her scent off of it, but she also like recognizes and understands that the Fae have keen senses. So um, she wouldn't be surprised if they could still smell her. Um, there was a snap, a whoosh, and a hollowed out wicked scream that made... Feyre's bones and muscles and breath lock up and her snares <laughs> groaned and held and held and held. And she climbed out of the tree to meet the tea sipping cereal. And you we were, were all to supposed tea to have tonight. tea. I know. And I that's why I said, everyone take a sip. I, I literally thought What's of that. Name? XOXO gossip girl. Yeah. <laughs> XOXO, Yo, what's the, gossip what's the cereal. content creator's name? I can't Peachy. remember. Oh, uh, the graveyard girl who goes, ah, that one? No. Peachy, oh, I don't know. Peachy Queen. Cosplay? Oh. Cosplay. I love her version of the surreal. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I, I I, love it so much. The hands. <laughs> and the eye, her eyes are always closed. <laughs> um, I just saw, so the reading portal, I think it is, they did page overlays for yes, Thorns and Roses, which are great. I have them. They're very nicely well done. Um, the artist is like mad something or other on Instagram. I'll have to look it up and I'll put it in the description if I remember. But we also follow her um, on Instagram anyways, like on um, Quartz. And I think I do. Anyways, they're doing, um, they're revealing the page overlays for Mist and Fury and the surreal one. I mean, they're all great. She's a very, very talented artist. Um, but the surreal one, it's fantastic. Um, I'll send a picture in Discord. Um, I also pulled up the the Wikia article for the surreal. 
um, since this is officially the first time that we're seeing them. It says Suriel are a species of malevolent fairies who are bound to answer truthfully any questions asked of them by those who catch them. Um, now, the Suriel that we meet in the Akatar series is the same Suriel, but of a species. So, like, that's not to say there's not more Suriel out there, because there could be. But the one that we meet constantly is continuously the same one. Mm. Um, they are not members of any court. They also cannot cross running water, which is why Feyre went to the lake. And they are said to be older than Prithian and even older than the bones of this world. The cauldron, however, is older than the Surreal. And I'm not going to go too far into it because some of this stuff is stuff that Katie and Sarah are going to cover in their parts. But I'm covering nothing. Did you quit? Yeah, after the <laughs> day, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I quit one podcast. I'm going to quit two. Oh Although I didn't really quit the other podcast. <laughs> You're gonna, before people You're start being like, people out. Oh my god. <laughs> I live for that. All right, so Feyre decides, as she's trying to creep up on this creepy fairy, that Lucian really, truly wanted her dead. And in the Discord, Distant Rose said something that I didn't realize. It makes total sense. Um, they said, I think Lucian wanted her to find the Surreal because the Surreal wouldn't be bound to withhold information about Amarantha's curse. Mm-hmm. Like, and he wanted to he tell her to information, didn't. didn't he? And Tamlin was like, no. I think so. I don't think, th- I don't think any of them are allowed right. to. I think they're all bound by the curse. Yeah. Bounded by the curse. Interesting. I don't know why I never thought of that. I like that. But yeah, I like that. And I like the idea that he also wanted to see, like, how effective are you going to be at, like, you know, getting this mask off my face? I always forget uh, that they have masks on. Googon's not going to help, you know? <laughs> Googon. <laughs> have you tried a crowbar? Uh, I watched this reel, and the woman was telling her husband, she's like, uh, she made him look at fan art. I think of Tamlin. She's like, mind you, she's like, <laughs> she's like in the very, in the first book, like he has a, a mask glued on his face for the whole time. And he was like, what? And kept saying, he's like naming all these glues. She's like, not really glued. <laughs> she's like, it's just stuck on his face. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, so Feyre doesn't know what she expected, but it isn't like whatever she was thinking. It's not what she ended up seeing from this fairy um so it's described as a tall thin veiled figure in dark tattered robes a hunched back and you can see like the hard knobs of its spine poking through the thin fabric which like makes me think of a (sighs) dementor you know what it makes me think of actually in the wizarding world during that show that they do of the three brothers on the stage when death comes out yes that's what it makes me think of of death yes Okay. Um, It's spindly, scabby, gray arms are clawing at the snare that Feyre put, and it has yellow cracked fingernails. That might be the creepiest part of it. Yellow (sighs) cracked fingernails. I know. It also just, like, makes me want to rip my hands off. I want to be like, put some cuticle oil on. (laughs) I want to rip my hand. (laughs) Take a vitamin. (laughs) Take a vitamin. Um. Also, before I get too far about this, when I met the Surreal, I was terrified of them. Like, nothing's going to top the Kelpie for see, me. See, this topped the Kelpie for me. Oh my. None of those things were that scary. Oh my God, I was like, reading the Kelpie. What's wrong with and me? And I was that, just, I was like, just like, whatever. I want to be done with this part so bad. I hate this so much. <laughs> I mean, it's scary. But something about this, like, it was just, like, kind of early on in the book. And it just, like, was very... SJM is very descriptive, which is awesome. The only thing that like creeped me out was the prison. Yeah, that's creepy too. That also creeped me out. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say like Lanthus, because like how Cassian mm-hmm. reacted towards it. Um, I just love him. <laughs> We're aware. Uh, I should show friends what I did today. But yeah, I would say Lanthus for me was probably the one that was like. Ooh. I'm like, yeah. hopefully y'all, I'm like, if someone dies, I'm not surviving either. So I make my own pact with these characters like recent favorite did. 
Uh, but it's crazy to think that I felt that and then later on fell during, in love with it. I well, well I, I mean, didn't I didn't realize I did, and then all of a sudden it caught me so off guard that the serial does not make it out of the series, and I was sad. Like yeah. so unexpectedly sad about it. Like it sat with me for a while after I read that. Yeah, it's it sucks. Yeah, it really did. Um, so Farah feels like this she describes it as a primal human part of her that just told her run and never look back but she's Feyre and she wants answers so clearly she's just gonna suck it up and she asks are you one of the cereal and I didn't realize that the cereal is a type of fairy until I reread this because it literally describes it as a fairy. I get very confused between fairy and creature sometimes when Mm -hmm. reading these books like I didn't necessarily remember that Naga were fairy I didn't re- I didn't remember that they were like speaking beings. Right. Yeah. 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 Me either. Yeah. Um, so Feyre says that the fairy went rigid when she spoke and it sniffed and it slowly turned. So it already knows that she's a human and it's probably like, whoa, <laughs> what happened? Oh, wow. <laughs> whoa, wow. Um, so the, the dark veil it's wearing is draped over a bald head. And then I'm going to read from the book because it's more descriptive and things that haunted me for a while um quote a face that looked like it had been crafted from dried weather-worn bone its skin either forgotten or discarded a lipless mouth and two long teeth held by blackened gums slitted holes for nostrils and eyes eyes that were nothing more than swirling swirling pits of milky white the white of death the white of sickness the white of clean picked corpses Peeking above the ragged neck of its dark robes was a body of veins and bones, as dried and solid and horrific as the texture of its face. It let go of the snare, and its two long fingers clicked against each other as it studied me. Oh, that part too. Human, it said, and its voice was at once one and many, old and young, beautiful and grotesque. Yes. This makes me think of, like, the fates. I know they're not superly described like that um, in Greek mythology, but, like, that's what it makes me think of, you know? Yeah. I like that. I also really like the way that um, she describes, like, ancient things. Like, things that are very deeply magic and have been around since basically at the dawn of time. She does it a couple times with various things. I just think she does a really good job of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Farah says that her bowels turned watery. Ooh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Did she go yes. to the dons? She has some hot snakes. Leakage. Hot snakes. <laughs> That's more than hot snakes. At least those have a little bit of solidarity. <laughs> hot water. Oh, Coming out. Oh boy. Uh, so the cereal asks if Feyre set this trap for them. And Feyre just repeats her question. And the cereal confirms, yes, I am. And there's like a constant like click 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 that is said with its fingers as it like speaks and that gave me yes the I chills <laughs> isn't that what it says yes yes I am. <laughs> yes indeed no, yes I am I don't know I literally uh, just read it <laughs> yes indeed <laughs> so Farah says yes then that trap is for you and the surreal says that it hasn't seen a human woman for an age. So I was looking up, what's an age? There's not really like any specific time period of it. There's like astrological age, which is like 2100 years. There's something from Reddit that was talking about Lord of the Rings and like their ages could be anywhere from 600 to 3000 years. And then from the Bible, I think an age is like a thousand years. So it's like, I it's just like a long period of time generally <laughs> well, i heard i i heard that nobody likes you when you're 23 oh my <laughs> what about when you're 32 <laughs> what's my age again i know <laughs> what's my age again uh, uh it makes me think of wheel of time but i don't remember are those called ages it's been a minute since I've read it's those books. Clearly, been a minute for me as well. Uh, I don't know. Sure, why not? <laughs> oh, there's ages and everything. Pulling you know, on strings. Harry's I don't know. eleven when he goes to Hogwarts. That's an age. True. Okay, that'll, that'll work. 
true. Um, so the Cyril asks Feyre to come closer so she can... Or they. I don't know why I always think the Cyril's female to me. So if I say See, she... See, and I always want to say he. That's weird, yeah. And it bothers me because, like, to me, like, they, they don't have a gender. Yeah, I agree. There's the Cyril. I just... I don't know why I always said that. So if I slip up, That's I apologize. interesting how we read different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the Cyril wants to see its captor. And Feyre's like, ha... I'm not dumb. I'm not doing that at all. I'm not coming any closer. So the Cyril laughs a huffing, awful laugh and then asked which of its brethren betrayed its secrets to her. And Feyre lies and doesn't just throw Lucian under the bus and says, oh, I've heard about you. My mother told me stories. And the Cyril knows that she's lying. And it says, what would a human woman want from the Cyril? And Feyre says, you tell me, which is, <laughs> which is like... <laughs> I feel like Feyre is so different in the other books. Like the whole beginning of this first book until she really like goes under the mountain. I feel like it's not her true, like the badass side of her. You don't get to see that, but you get well, like, I would say she's a whole other person in the other books. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, pulling a Bella Swan. Don't, do uh, oh, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I just wanted to bother you guys. Um, so the the Cyril laughs again and it says if Pharaoh dared to capture it then she really must very badly want some knowledge and it smiled with its <laughs> lipless mouth is it basic? <laughs> yeah basic knowledge I actually always hear in Nemo when Marlin's like ready to learn to get some knowledge um, so it smiles with a lipless mouth, which is, just makes me cringe. It has wasn't Voldemort lipless? Ew, I don't know. Yeah, did this also have, reminds me a lot about we Voldemort. Have, like a whole conversation about lipless. I think we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's described that way too. Interesting. Yeah, and with slit noses. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. doubt if Voldemort also had gray, large teeth. You think he brushes his teeth? I don't see the Dark Lord brushing his teeth. I don't think he cares about <laughs> dental hygiene. No. Though. He's not like Yeah, but soft. then your teeth are going to fall out. What does he care? He doesn't care if he's immortal, he's so dreams. what? He doesn't care. Yeah, but like, what is he going to eat? Souls. Smoothies. Dreams. What do souls taste like? I don't think they would <laughs> taste very good. We were so Maybe quiet. it depends on the person. Like, if you're a shitty person, your soul it tastes like, like shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be really salty. I could see that. Yeah. No, no, no. Like if you were a shitty person, like I think I think it would just be like basic flavors. So it would be <laughs> salty. Because you're shitty. You know who wants to eat a salt lick? You know what I mean? Dear. Voldemort. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm fine. Anyway, so the cereal says, ask me your questions, human, and then free me. So Feyre says, is there truly no way for me to go home? And the Suriel says, not unless you seek to be killed and your family with you, you must remain here. So we've been talking a lot since the beginning of the book of like Feyre constantly being like, I'm, I'm optimistic to go home. I'm never going home. And like going back and forth. And she describes this as like feeling her last little shred of hope, whatever she had been clinging to, quote, whatever foolish optimism just shriveled and died. So then she, think, she thinks, fine, like, if I'm here facing certain death, I might as well learn something. So she asks, what do you know about Tamlin? Um, we have a question sure. that I almost forgot. Hold on. Um, there's no way for you to go home. How far into the future, like, do they know? Does he know? How do? Hold on. I'm sorry. Okay. Do the, does the Surreal know how, like, the war ends? Like... Or does he only... I'm bad at this. Do they only know, like, get the knowledge once you, like, ask the question? Or is it always just there in their mind? The surreal? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Like, until you say, like, yo, how does this all end? And then Would they the surreal know? be like, hmm, here's Reese and your baby and all these other things. And then she's going to be like what the fuck are these people? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause right now she doesn't know any of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. 
Uh, Seferis says, what do you know about Tamlin? And the surreal says, more specific, human. Be more specific. For I know a good many things about the High Lord of the Spring Court. And... Dun, dun, dun! (laughs) Right. And Feyre feels the earth tilt beneath her. And she's just like, Tamlin is a High Lord? And the surreal finds this very interesting that she didn't know. But boom. She's so... There you go. I think that answers a lot of her questions, actually. I don't know in this book. She's so different in this book than the others. Truth. So she's shooketh. Just like I was today. Break my knees, so I can't move. <laughs> so, all right, we know now that Tamlin is the High Lord of the Spring Court University. Um, and I wrote this incorrectly, but like she says, basically saying, like, not just some pretty face, you know? I wrote pretty, not just some pretty regular everyday fae dude are my exact words. I love it. It says the surreal asks if she knew that she was in the Spring Court. Um, which she did. And then they start to tell her more about the lands. So this is what they say. It says spring, summer, autumn, winter, dawn, day, and night. Which is interesting for other reasons that I'm not going to say. But, like, why doesn't he ever talk about, or why don't they, like, I think there's, like, a undergrad. It doesn't matter at this point in time. The seven courts of Printhian, each ruled by High Lord. Sorry, my brain is going a million miles a minute. What was it a spoiler for? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, Tiffany. I don't know if it's a spoiler, but it's like in Silver Flames, kind of. Um, like the Dusk Court, right? Didn't they talk about that? Ah. Uh, and so, like, I don't know, like, wouldn't the Serial know that? Or is that just not pertinent to the information that, they're, that they are giving to Pharaoh right now? Very unsure about that one. I don't know. Any hoosies, they go on to say, each is ruled by a high lord. Notice no lady, because they're all archaic men. <laughs> and we know how we feel about men on this podcast. Okay. But don't worry, Reese changes it. Um, so they're each ruled by a high lord, all of them deadly in their own way. They are not merely powerful. They are power. Oh, With great power snap. comes great responsibility. All right, Peter Parker. Speederman. Uncle. Speederman? Yeah, Speederman. Speederman. What? <laughs> he does not care for that. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> Feels like not Spider-Man. Fillmore. <laughs> Spider-Man. So Feyre points out that every Fae that she's seen so far in the Spring Court is wearing a mask. But the Surreal isn't. And so she asks if they aren't a member of the Spring Court. And they say, I am a member of no court and I'm older than the High Lords, older than Printhian, older than the bones of this world. Um... Which is interesting because I think that like that beginning time and the time before like the the big old war um, and like the land was cut up into pieces. <laughs> this is my last high king. Um, I think that that's going to be important in the later books. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you do in your spare time with all the, this that knowledge? Age? Huh? He knits. They knit. Is that it? I don't know. Maybe they harvest their own tea leaves. I mean, you got to do something. Um, so then she asks about the blight and where did it come from? And so they go on to say, stay with the high Lord human. That is all you can do. You will be safe. Do not interfere. Do not go looking for information. That's wrong. Looking for answers after today, or you will be devoured by the shadow over Printhian. He will shield you from it, so stay close to him, and all will be righted. The High Lord does not know that you came here today, does he? He doesn't know that his human woman came to trap a surreal, because he cannot give her the answers she seeks. But it is too late, human, for the High Lord, for you, perhaps for your realm as well. I was going to call it a whelm. Um, so if we break it down, cause like, I know everyone's always like, Oh, like not that same high Lord. Right. Well, like I do think part of it is like, yeah, for yeah. sure. You should stay with Reese. I think it also is talking about Tamlin yeah. because she does kind of go and seek information and everything gets fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, mm, yeah, you're right. Because I think that had she stayed and told him, like if he hadn't shipped her off, like had she told him, I love you the spell on them at least would have been broken. 
And then maybe he'd be able to be like, by the way, all this other shit's happening. I don't think it would have ended well anyways. Um, but like all of this stuff still happens. You know what I mean? Where she does get devoured by that shadow. She dies. They go to war. Her, her sisters are also harmed in this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it doesn't end. It's, it is too late. It is too late for all of them because it doesn't end well for a lot of people um, and a lot of Faye. And things are still not like kosher and a hundred percent in silver flames. You know what I mean? Um, so any, anyways, out of the entire thing that this, the surreal here's the surreal, (laughs) surreal, whatever has said to her, she immediately only picks up on Tamlin's human woman. So it's kind of like rattling in her brain and she doesn't like it. She doesn't like it. She's like clenching her teeth. She's like, mm. um, and the surreal then gives Feyre and thus us, the reader, some backstory about like what is happening in Printhian. Would you say she gives us some tea? <laughs> sure. And I'm going to read it. Um, I am on the wrong page. Okay. It says, but the surreal went on across the violent Western sea. There is another fairy kingdom called Highburn ruled by a wicked, powerful king. Yes, a king. Oh, it says he said when they raised a brow. Mm-hmm. Not a high lord there. His territory is not divided into courts. There he is law unto himself. Humans no longer exist, exist in that realm, though his throne is made of their bones. That large island I'd seen on the map, the one that hadn't yielded any lands to the humans, or to humans after the treaty, and a throne of bones, the cheese I'd eaten turned leaden in my stomach. Should have had the apple. Truly. Would have been too Would have turned to water anyways. <laughs> Would have turned into apple juice. <laughs> For some time now, the king of Highburn had found himself unhappy with the treaty. The other ruling high fae of the world made you humans, made with you humans long ago. He resents that he was forced to sign it to let his mortal. Wow. Let his mortal slaves go and to remain confined to his damp green isle at the edge of the world. And so a hundred years ago, he dispatched his most trusted and loyal commanders, his deadliest warriors, remnants of the ancient armies that he once sailed to the continent to wage such a brutal war against you humans. You humans. All of them as hungry and vile as he, as spies and courtiers and lovers, they infiltrated the various high fake courts and kingdoms and empires around the world for 50 years. And when they gathered enough information, he made his plan. But nearly five decades ago, one of his commanders disobeyed him. The deceiver. Do we ever hear anybody call her Amarantha that any after this? I don't know. Not to my knowledge. Yeah. And the surreal straightened. We are not alone. So whatever he was going to say after that um, doesn't doesn't get said. Um, but that's like a, a lot to unpack, especially when we know what happens. Tyburn dies, yay! Um, so like, what have we learned? Wow. So we know that the other land is is Highburn and it's ruled by a cunt <laughs> king who's the worst. <laughs> he sits on a throne of human bones. <laughs> We, uh, I love that you guys are like dying over there. We're just doing this now. The asshole has been very unhappy with the treaty and everything that he gave up, aka those human slaves, right? So he sent out some face to infiltrate the country and to get information from him, but one betrayed him. But like, I guess because she's wanted to be like the queen of the whole land, but like, it really does open doors for him to like come into Printhian. Um, so while like, while she might've betrayed him, but she also like helped him, you know, they both had a common goal of taking that wall down. Well, I don't know if she had that goal, but like he has that goal of like getting in whatever. Um, but, and then, you know, the, the serial gets interrupted because they're not alone, but also we do know, we find out later on that like the, the human Queens can all, um, winnow because of things i think didn't they get that from highburn right yeah it was like a trade-off yeah so like they've infiltrated and then you don't really see the repercussions of it until like the next book or two uh and it's very sad 
Um, so they get interrupted because, you know, they're not alone. So Feyre is keeping her bow drawn. She, it's been drawn this whole time, so she just kind of, like, draws it a little more. Um, That's hard on your arm, man. Yeah, well, Feyre's a hunter, okay? okay? So she doesn't aim it, though, and she hasn't had it aimed. Um, so the surreal then tells her that she must free them and run. Run to the manor, and he says... Do not forget what I told you. Stay with the High Lord and live to see everything right. Which I think that part to me is more greasy boy. Yeah, um, and I I truly think it can really go with both. A lot of what he said. I think that um, that's the point as yeah. well. Where like I at the end of the day, I don't know if she ever really regrets anything she had with Tamlin. Uh, maybe how it ended. Because it led her mm. to Reese. And if anything was different, yeah. it probably wouldn't ended up the same. You know what I mean? I'm not a big person for, like, regret. You don't have regrets? No regrets? I feel like... I don't know. Maybe I'm a lame for saying it. But it's, like, all, like, learning experiences and growth and um, paths leading to better things yeah I guess. and i i think she truly loved him and i don't know he just couldn't love her the way that she deserved and that's they something that she learned through that relationship you know what i mean yeah, it's like they weren't meant to be yeah he yeah. was a he was a placeholder <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i think it does help her like learn that she was um is deserving of love and then a lot of what happens in the end, like, isn't like, we also have to think like they both went through some traumatic things. Mm-hmm. Um, and his coping mechanisms weren't great. Um, and he, he's not a great communicator. I hope he gets a redemption. I agree. Um, and we right knew now, that he I, didn't have great communication skills in this book. So I like seeing face. them really <laughs> enacted in the second one, it's like you have control issues and you have communication issues. Um, truly you need you need therapy. You need to talk to someone. He really um, does need a redemption arc, though. Like that would, but like with, yeah. yeah. And I think part of it is like he just uh, has resigned himself to his fate. Like he probably yeah. doesn't think he deserves it. Um, I think he's got. I think he's got a lot of regrets about how a lot of things went down. I think he's gonna including, die. I don't know. Maybe. Here's my thing. A lot of people think that him and Elaine are actually mates because I guess that like when she was going to get thrown, like. He reacted, and all Lucian said was like, "That's my mate." And they were like, mm, "But like, why was he like trying to get to her?" Can and I not talk Lucian? about something really quickly? No, as a matter of fact, you cannot speak again. I know this is. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to be a member of this podcast. Um, I know that SJM has a thing for like your main characters, kind of like making it. Yeah. Are you ever going to kill anybody, kill anybody? Like, are you ever going to really kill anybody? I hope not. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question, depending on how far along you are in that book. So now I know someone's going to die. Well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but here's my thing. Uh, strictly speaking, Akatar. Everybody has conveniently made it. Yeah. Somebody's got to die, right? This is not... I don't I know so. it's a fantasy world, but, like, it's unrealistic. Do you know what I mean? Is it? I They're so would powerful. riot if Azrael dies. I was going to say, <gasps> Sarah just lost Mia. her shit. Here's my thing I, with this. I think that, because she said, and I don't know just, for sure how many more books in Akatar there are. Um, I've heard there's going to be, like, seven total. I've heard, I don't know. So, like, whether there's two or three actual big books and not novellas coming out, they each are going to be more of the traditional romance thing where it's um, each book has a new couple. And if he's the main character, none, I don't think any of those main characters are going to die because I think she believes in happy endings. <laughs> in more way than one. I just, I don't um, think and that no, it's that unrealistic for the main in this series, I don't think it's that unrealistic for them to remain alive purely because of the power that they oh. hold. 
Boo. I, I will say this. I want favorite, to snuff it. Favorite coming back <laughs> makes total sense. Reese coming back, I didn't love. I Not that I didn't. Not that I wanted him to die. But him, him using like the same way that favorite came back, that I didn't love. My my only qualm is that it's it's all very convenient. But see, the is thing is, though? is like once yeah. you introduce something like how Feyre came back, like what's your excuse to not use it again when you know it can be done? Like, oh, I you know agree. it's there. But so it's, like, it's just it's convenient. Good thing we all have magic. Well, but there it wouldn't be a book series if Feyre didn't survive. I guess. I just feel like somebody's got to bite it at some point. They all have gotten very, very injured. (laughs) (laughs) Megan, get out. (laughs) I mean, they all have insane power. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's just me, though. I don't think that it's unrealistic for them to make it. I think it's faded. I think it's faded. I I said that that before, and you... You turned your little nose up at me and was like, Man. it's up now. It's up now. And I, I think that I don't think any of the main people are going to die. Oh, I don't think she would do that unless if I'm being Azriel honest, unless they're not in a couple. This is for Sarah. I think that like I would, I, oh, Lord, the main what? people I would be allowed to die. Like you I would allow them to be dead Reese. would be Tamlin and Elaine. Oh. Lucian, I like you. I could see you also dying. Would I be sad about it? Yes. Um, obviously, Cassian. I would. Reasons why I would stop reading the series. If Azrael died. If Cassian died. If Nesta died. If anything happens to Nyx. If like, anything mm-hmm. happened to Reese and I would. I might be done. Eh. Be done. What are we talking about? <laughs> I just like. <laughs> Mia said. Um, Hold on, what did Mia say? Because she was like, leave Cassian alone. That's my only need. And I was like, okay, but, and I completely agree. We all know that I love him. Like, love him, love him. Um, I was like, but I don't like seeing my people hurt. <laughs> and if Azriel died, that man would be inconsolable. Listen. But anyways, that's what I said. And she goes, I don't mean kill Cassian. It would be awful, but Cassian at least has Nesta and finds fun in life. If one has to go, it's got to not be Cassian. I agree. A thousand right. percent. I just can't have Asriel die before we find out how large and in charge he is. I'm telling you, man. I, I Wingspan? think he needs to be with uh, um, Gwen. Gwen. That's my personal preference. <laughs> that's my one true pairing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is she going? I just oops, oops, I just I just like him a lot. Those are like we know Cassian and Azrael, man. The rest can just fuck off. I think that if him and Gwen are together, it brings like those that those that trio in. And there's another, like, I think that there's, because I know a lot of people are like, they'll use the swords as, like, him and Elaine are getting together. I think there's something else there that I will not say, because it's kind of like a spoiler for another series. But anyways, let's finish this chapter. Yeah, let's uh, do that. <laughs> um, so she asks what it is, the thing that she has to run from that's there, like, whatever that they're saying. Um <laughs> And is told the Naga fairies made of shadow and hate and rot. So they hear that the surreal, they heard the surreal scream is what the surreal is saying. Mm. And most likely also smelled Feyre. And then um, he asks Feyre again to free them so that they are pretty because they're pretty defenseless up in that um, snare. I almost called it something else. Um, And so basically like she's told, free the cereal and then run back to the high Lord. So favor moves closer to the snare. Like she's going to free the cereal, but she's really not fast enough. Cause the Naga are already slipping through the trees. Uh, and so SJM then like kind of describes them as so dark that they seemed made of a starless night. Um, and I like wondered if this was kind of like making making sure how we thought about like the night court you yeah, know what i mean I like that, yeah. and like foreshadowing to like that's it's that's the impression bad. that they must give off yeah, like it's and bad. that's the impression that like um 
Reese, make sure that like nobody knows. Like, yeah, I'm gonna put off like I'm this evil villain guy, and like if it gets my people uh, (laughs) saved, like I'm gonna do what I gotta do. You know, Mm -hmm. plays the part well. Yeah, I like that. Son of a bitch, Catherine. Oh, final thoughts, friend. Final thoughts, anybody? I don't even. This was a a roller coaster of a. It was final thoughts, Uh, man. Who do you want to end up with? <laughs> of the bad boys, <laughs> someone's gonna have to share. What are we talking about? I say Megan and Katie can Megan have, Katie have not Cassian, Reese, and I want they want Reese. That's fine. You well, see, that's what I'm saying. I knew she was gonna say she'd want to say. Katie, you are Azriel. Then I want myself. Are you into nice? <laughs> 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 oh my god! Because we know he is. Katie, where's your wingspan? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do I have to pick somebody? Here's the thing. You're really stingy. So you want Cassian and Asriel. You're not wrong. See? Why is it stingy? Why? I would share Asriel. You blink <laughs> so bad. Because <laughs> you know you want Cassian, but if, if I said, okay, I get Asriel, you'd be like, no. You can have whoever you want, just not Cassian. Whatever. Who would you want if you could have anybody of the three? That's fine. I don't think we'd get along. Because she'd be mad, be like, why are you fucking my mate? And I'd be like, I... He looked nice. I don't know. He looked nice. (laughs) Ezreal might be too brooding for me. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be hot. It's probably Reese or Cassian. God. All right, final thoughts. The cereal is the best. Yeah. Hands down. We love them. Yeah. Um, and Feyre, stay with the High Lord. But which one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find your hosts, Megan and Katie, are on Instagram at the Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Instagram at Twit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I spit everywhere. Tiff You're Swish underscore <laughs> flick. And then I'm on Instagram at O'Malley, and that's with three H's. I haven't posted a single picture on my feed this entire year. But you can catch me on the story. I like doing story better. I literally, I haven't posted anything this year. The last picture I posted was on the 31st of December, 2021. Katie. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I I couldn't read it because there was a cat, but oh, here we go. Okay, I'm going to read it quick. Thank you for listening and for your support. We appreciate you so much. Take care and remember, only you can decide what breaks you.